Oh my god, hi. This is Devin from Disney Adult, a podcast brought to you by the Trident Network. On Disney Adult, we bring together Chicago comedians to watch and discuss Disney movies from the perspective of adults. In these movies, there are things we love, things we hate, things that maybe haven't aged so well, and things that are timeless. Uh, the Trident Network's wonderful podcasts, including Disney Adult, can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. Everybody, what's up? Twitch.tv slash the Trident Network. If you're watching live, thank you. Uh, give yourself a shout out in the chat right now. Um, if you're listening to this in the future on a podcast, thank you also for listening. However, you're finding us, thank you for finding us. Uh, I'm Trent Dozier. This is I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. We're gonna do some improv today with a great guest. It's gonna be a great show. I'm this is this is one I've been uh, I've been excited for for a long time, and uh, now the day's here, and I'm very excited. But before I introduce to you today's guest, as always, first we gotta check in with our technical producer Val Agnew. What's up, Val? Hey, Trent. How you doing, Val? Oh, I'm great. Happy to be here with you. Oh, and our guest. Oh yes. Oh yes. Well, it is a very, very trident heavy episode of I Love Improv with Trent Dozier today. Of course, we are a part of the Trident Network. You are watching this, as I said earlier, on the Trident Network's Twitch channel. The Trident Network is a three-pronged deliverer of entertainment. Both uh, We got videos like this. We have podcasts also like this. Uh, and there is um, pre-recorded stuff, which is technically also this. This is the perfect show in terms of the Trident Network. As I have said before, and I will continue to say. Um, <laughs> if you would like to subscribe to the Trident Network Twitch channel to watch not just this show when we air uh, bi-weekly, but also there is a bunch of other great stuff that streams on the Trident channel uh, Mondays through Wednesdays, you can go ahead and hit that subscribe button somewhere down here. Yeah. Somewhere down here. Tap that. Job, also, um, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can... Um, use that to get a uh, subscription to one uh, Twitch channel a month, and I think this is perfect. Uh, why not make the Trident Network your subscription this month? <laughs> what do you think about that, Val? I think that was a great idea, and one that everyone should take right now. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> um, speaking of streaming on Trident, next Friday is the one-year anniversary of the creation of the Trident Network, which means we are going to be having a one-year birthday party. Yeah! The Trident uh, Twitch channel will be active from 3.30 to 10 p.m. Uh, Central Time. So that's uh, 1.30 to 8 and, uh, Pacific, and then uh, <laughs> 4.30 to 11 uh, East Coast. Uh, if you if you are around and want to pop in and out, that'd be great. Um, both Val and I will be, I mean, Val will obviously be 
an ever-present presence throughout the entirety of the stream, but I'll be popping in, um, and our guest this week will also be popping in, um, but we can talk a little bit more about that at the end of the show. Right now, I think it's time, unless, Val, there's anything else you want to throw in before we get going? No, that's it. Great job. Perfect. Um, everybody, if you're in the chat watching live, please give a warm welcome to this week's guest. He is in Chicago. He is an improviser. He's someone that I love to watch. Very funny. And he is also the host of the Trident Network's own Disney adult podcast. Please give it up for my guest this week, Devin Henderson. Oh, yeah. Dab on him, Devin. Dab on him. How you doing, Devin? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I gotta be honest, I am very excited to be doing improv with you. We were, pull back the curtain a little bit, we were just talking about if we had ever actually done improv together, and we we don't think we have. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's Um, one of the great unsolved mysteries of our time. Yeah, but at least for me, that's the beauty of this show. I can find an improviser who I haven't been able to improvise with before, and I can get to do improv with them. It's it's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm very, very excited. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here uh, in the in the creation of the show. And, of course, your, your podcast, Disney Adult, which is a part of the Trident Network, as I said, is a podcast that I personally love for um, a multitude of reasons. But the top two being, one, I think you, Devin, are very funny and are a fantastic host. Um, oh my God, stop. Roll your eyes, whatever, it's true. Stop! Uh, and, and two, I, I myself am a Disney adult, so, you We know. really are, we're out here. I know, I've, I've, been to, I've been to Disneyland, I've been to Disney, I just went to Disney World for the first time. Um, maybe we'll, okay. we'll talk about it's, that, we'll talk about that later. Uh, let's not, because it, that this show will become another, yet another Disney podcast that I'm a part of. Once I get started, I can't stop. As I said before, it's, that, that's fine if that's the case. We've, mm-hmm. uh, we've done it before and, uh. We'll, we'll discuss Disney many more times. But before we get into any Disney talk, we got to get into some improv talk. This is I Love Improv oh after goodness. all. Come on. We got it. Um, so what we are going to need in order for Devin and I to perform an improv scene for everybody today is a suggestion. If you're in the chat, we would love a suggestion from you. Now, a couple things before we get that suggestion. First, we want something uh, robust, thick long we don't just if you were going to give the suggestion of coffee mug instead of giving the suggestion of coffee mug maybe provide a suggestion of Devin and trent are baristas who work at a local starbucks but they are also rivals and trent is bald and Devin has great hair something like that. okay <laughs> i like that idea i like that idea. <laughs> um you know if you want to uh If you want your suggestion to play into the strengths of Devin and myself as improvisers, that's also great, too. Uh, Maybe you've never seen Devin or I improvise. Um, That's okay, because before we get an official suggestion, Devin, I'm going to tell you what I love about you as an improviser. That sound good? Sounds like a nightmare for me, but also wonderful. Do you know what I mean? I do know. I do know. It's very hard, as we've discussed with pretty much every guest that's ever been on the show, it's very hard to sit there and just quietly accept yeah. compliments. <laughs> What's wrong with us? Damage, uh, all of hard, us. It's hard. It, it, well, people. But yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, okay, Devin. Uh, here's, here's what I love about you as an improviser, and I also think 
the stuff that I love about you as an improviser can also be applied to you as a human being. I think you are so versatile as a performer. I have seen you play <laughs> slack-jawed, uh, immediately crying. Oh, oh, I yeah, I am a little bit. <laughs> I think I've seen you play close to self a lot, and I've also seen you play wildly wild characters, outlandish characters, and I think you are able to execute both things and everything in between so well you are such a good scene partner from what i've watched of you you are always listening to your partners uh both on stage and off whether you're on stage or off stage and i just feel like you know you have a very um loose fun loving attitude which is great and i love because i feel like i also have a loose fun loving attitude but underneath you can tell that you care deeply, which is also how I am. And I think that's why I love watching you so much. You are just like your versatility and, and your caring are, I think, the, t- the two things that stick out to me the most. And then also this is like – this is literally impossible to, to teach, but you're just naturally funny. <laughs> and that is the greatest <laughs> gift. That is the greatest gift of all. And so uh, above all else, I, I could watch you improvise with anybody because I know at a minimum, Devin Henderson on stage is going to be making me laugh off stage. And that's, what Oh I my love. goodness. Stop. Is that all that's fair? Wonderful. Is that all fair? Too much, too little, maybe too little. I, maybe you need it well, first more. of all, the fact that you call me versatile truly is like bringing me to tears. I'm like, Oh, that's what I hope for. Yes. Um, I thank agree. you so much. That is so, so, too nice. Well, I thought it was. The and you know what? I, thought I agree to every <laughs> single thing. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I thought it was the appropriate amount of niceness, but if you thought it was too much, that's fine. Uh, okay, that's what I love about Devin. So if you have a suggestion uh, for a scene that you would like to see Devin and I do right now, um, we would love uh, to hear those suggestions. You can go ahead and throw those in the chat if you're in there right now and of course there is about a 20 or so second delay between what i am saying and when you're hearing it if you are here live of course if you're on a podcast listening on the pod this means nothing to you right now um (laughs) how's it how's everything looking over there val well we have a detailed uh suggestion from someone named nyad emilio ah yes nyad emilio (laughs) Nyad D'Amelio, a classic, a classic suggestion giver on I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. Uh, Number one fan. Yeah. And also creator of the I Love Improv with Trent Dozier theme song. Um, (laughs) Val, I'm ready to rock with that suggestion if if you're ready to rock with that. Let's do it. Okay. Trent and Devin are teen camp counselors. (laughs) The The campers are asleep in their bunks. And they are at a little late night campfire. The summer is winding down and they're both headed into their senior year of high school when it's over. Oh, oh okay. okay. Very nice. Very. I like that a lot. Thank you, Nia. Thank you. And thank you, Val. Of course. Have fun. Okay. All the bunks, uh, all the bunks are, are locked down. Everybody's asleep. Uh, Everything's looking good. Ooh, pass that, pass yeah. that, pass that. Here. Yeah, here, here, here. Be careful. Don't suck it. Don't get it all slobbery, by the way. I, I have naturally wet lips. I don't, I'm just... I dry them off or something because you you slob up my joints all the time. I'm trying to. By the way, 
trying to suck the air in so that it's it dries out my lips, you know? Yeah. Why? And I don't mean to bring up anything you don't want to talk about. Why are your lips so wet? <laughs> Genetics. <laughs> Everyone in my family's got super wet lips. I don't know what oh. it's all about. My my dad maintains that we are we are like the most direct line of people who came from the fish originally, but I'm like <laughs> it's been like centuries, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's even possible, but my dad swears by it. He's into no. he's into a lot of fish fish type stuff aquatic related things yeah you should get a uh, 23 and me well yeah but or that, one of those dna tests yeah but even if i do get that it won't tell me if i'm evolved from fish or not i mean i think we all are yeah evolved from fish. i mean i guess my dad truly told us growing up that we were um native american because he tans in the summer <laughs> and oh. i had to be a full adult before i realized that's that's probably untrue <sighs> Well, I got news for you. That is untrue for sure, and I'm glad that yeah. you realized that. But I had to realize it. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but it's okay. We're growing into men anyway, so it's time for us to start exploring and making our own discoveries, like Magellan yeah. did, or or uh, who's the guys? Uh, who are the guys who went around? Lewis and Clark. They did a lot of discovering. Yeah, we could yeah. be like Lewis and Clark. We could go around and you know figure some stuff out together i'd love to try i'd love to get away from here wouldn't you oh yeah i'd love to get away from this town i'd love to get away from these kids i plan to apply exclusively out of state i don't want to go to school here i don't want to do college what? here i don't want to do what i don't want to do college here i want to i want to leave i want to spread my wings that's what you just what about said. our plan oh we made a pact when we were kid. What do you mean you want to go out of state? You still want to do the pact? What? You not? You don't want to do the pact? Well, I don't know. I thought that was just like some little kid crap that we we made that pact when we were campers at the camp. We're freaking counselors here now. I don't. I, yeah. we're, we're men. We're becoming men. We're learning about our heritage. We're learning that our dads don't know everything. We're. I want to explore. Taste the fruit of the world. I'm sick of. I'm sick of the fruit of. Of, of Pittsburgh. What's wrong with the fruit of Pittsburgh? I, you were just complaining about the fruit of Pittsburgh also. You said you wanted to spread your wings. I don't understand. Yeah, I want to go to like a new, like the neck, like I want to go to like, like Butler. I don't want to go to New York. Oh, well, I didn't say Is New York. Is that where you're going to go, New York? No, I didn't say New York. I don't, I don't, I'm probably, I don't know if the city is going to be my speed. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to apply to at least one school in every state except for Pennsylvania. I know you want to go to New York. No, why are you saying this? Just because I... Because you... Last summer, last summer when you started listening to all those Broadway albums, I knew you were changing. I knew it. I... Don't listen. Have you listened to the Phantom of the Opera? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't think you have. If if it doesn't make you want to move, if you, you you maybe you've heard Phantom of the Opera, but I don't think you've listened to it. You know what I mean? Because I've really listened to it, and it it New York is calling to me. New York is calling to me. It can call to you too, Brad. Why don't we go what together? You, what are you even gonna do there? B act. <laughs> I'll probably <laughs> How hard could it how hard could that be? I oh. have an interesting face 
and I can memorize. So like, don't. I could be an actor, no problem. Don't go. <laughs> well, I'm not going yet. I have to apply to schools, and hopefully, I'll get in. And maybe a, an acting program. Maybe maybe Juilliard's on the table. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll go from there. <laughs> Brad, there's no reason you can't apply to New York schools, too. It's not that I'm far a... of a drive from Pittsburgh, either. You f- you would fit in at a place like New York. I'm not going to fit in there. Don't talk bad. I hate when you talk bad about yourself like that. I'm not going to. You know I'm not going to fit in there. You're not. I'm the one with the freaking wet lips. You're going to be per- Everyone's going to be like, this oh. guy's got normal-ass lips. Here's Here comes his no. buddy, old, old slick. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Because that's what everybody says. Look how look, look at that great star. Look how normal they are. No, you you're gonna oh you're gonna do so good there, and I'm and I'm just gonna be stuck here in Pittsburgh. Not, I mean, sucking on pierogies. Well, that's that that's like a reason to stay in Pittsburgh. I haven't found a good pierogi anywhere outside of Pittsburgh, quite frankly. Best pierogi I've had outside of Pittsburgh is a frozen pierogi that was made in Pittsburgh and then shipped somewhere else. <laughs> a Mrs. T's? <laughs> yes. Yes, God. Mrs. T's. That's exactly it. <laughs> Go Listen, at, when we get home, once this week's over, first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to go down to the store. I'm going to get a bag of Mrs. T's. I'm going to get some potatoes, some onions, mix everything together, have a nice little meal, and I'd like you to be a part of it. And we can start looking. We can start looking at schools together. We can. We can still get in the same place. Brad, I want you to go with me wherever we go. Okay. Okay. Maybe I do tech or something. You know. Yeah, you do have. Maybe be like one of those people who pulls the ropes in the back. Yeah, you definitely have the body for it. You're strong as hell. Thank you. I have been doing squats. Yeah, those those ropes wouldn't be able to handle those those Brad thighs, those beefy Brad thighs pulling that rope down. Stop! Curtain stop, down, stop, curtain up. No problem. Stop! Stop! But no, I won't stop complimenting my friend. Okay, fine. We'll go to New York. Oh my God. Yes. We're go to New York. Yes, Brad. This is perfect. <laughs> See, and now also we're honoring the pact by going to the same school. Oh my, we are honoring the pact. That's what I'm saying. We can still execute okay. the pact. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. We're going. Oh my God, I'm going to New We're York. Going to New York. I got to get a suitcase. Oh, we, well, we got to, first we have to apply to schools and then oh, yeah. we got to get in. Shit. Well, that won't, be, that won't be a problem for you. You're a friggin' brainiac over here. You're smart too. Come on. Yeah. Kyle. I'm okay, but I'm no... I'm no Brad Nosser. <laughs> Brad Nosser is going to be valedictorian of our grade for the freaking... I could still... Uh, you, we don't know. I could get saluted dictorian because that real fucking dickwad James is such a suck ass. Mm. I hate James Dugan that bastard. I fucking hate James. <laughs> I hate him. It's okay. Your brain is better than that, and your body is better than that, and you will continue to be the valedictorian of our class. I'm just worried that I'm not going to be smart enough to get into any of these New York schools. Juilliard doesn't care if you're smart. They care that you're talented, and you're fucking talented, Kyle. You're talented. I guess. I mean, I'm confident, but am I talented, you know? You're a six-foot-three man who can belt an E6. Yeah, that is. Do you know how rare that, that is? That is true. 
Yeah. With your range, you could play every part yeah. of Phantom of the Opera. You could play, you could be the Phantom. You could be Christine. You could be that girl who almost gets shat, crushed by a chandelier. Mm -hmm. Wow. I guess I could. I guess I never really thought about that. Yeah. You know, the more, now you have me thinking, like, maybe New York is the only place we, I don't know. I mean, my, what are our parents going to do? I mean, well, my dad runs the pierogi shop by himself. Yeah, but, you know, there's other people who work there, right? So he could get a weekend off and, you know, drive drive over or take the train or something and you know maybe yeah. maybe when this when the Steelers are in New York playing the Jets we can have our parents come and we can we can watch the Steelers just beat up on the crappy Jets that would be fun <laughs> that okay. could be fun that could be fun I'm kind of excited good I want, oh! I, want, I want us to continue our journey as human beings together and you know I'm just like I'm growing older and wiser and I don't need my mom and dad yeah. to tell me what to do anymore. No, they. I got caught with uh, some weed in the console of my car. Caught by who? Your your dad or the my cops? Parents, my the rents. My dad. <laughs> oh, the freaking rents caught you. Yeah. Oh no. He caught me with weed in the car, and he gave me this whole speech about how I'm throwing my whole life away, and I told him like, Dad, I'm gonna be valedictorian or maybe salutedictorian at a minimum salutedictorian at a minimum but it, yeah but if it, essentially he said if i don't if i keep smoking weed through the rest he's just i don't know what he's gonna do he keeps saying he's gonna ground me and i'm nervous because i'm scared of him no brad listen this is why we got to get out of pittsburgh because you're the smartest kid I know, and you've been smoking weed since, like, kindergarten. And so maybe that is playing a part into why you're, you're valedictorian every year, <laughs> highest grades in our class every year. You, you don't need your pierogi-sucking dad telling you what to do anymore. Let's go to New York. We're going to live our lives. We're going to become a, adult men. And then your dad won't be scary to you anymore. Your dad won't be scary to me anymore because we're going to be Broadway yeah. stars. What the heck? Hell yeah! That's, yes, that's what I'm saying. A fucking jazz. I'm fucking jazz. I'm gonna do some, I'm doing some jazz squares. I'm doing some jazz. <laughs> Watch me squat this uh, stump. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. Holy crap, Brad! That's incredible. <laughs> oh, ow! Ah, oh, some of the embers. What? Oh, fuck, Kyle! Some of the embers from shit, the fire. Shit! 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 <laughs> Your whole back! Blow on my back! It's spreading to your hair! No, not my hair! Where's that tarp? Where's, Where's that tarp? tarp? Oh my fucking god! Where's, Where's the fucking tarp? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna just throw the spit bucket at you! I'm so hot and so cold at the oh, same oh. time. Uh, I don't. Oh, uh, uh, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, I don't want to make you like fucking freak out or anything. Yeah, tell me what's it look like. What's the situation? I don't want to fucking freak you out. Tell me what the situation is. But you're fucking like, you look fucking bad, dude. No. <sighs> we can't. No. Oh, <laughs> No, oh my, my perfect God. voice. I have to call somebody. I have to fucking call my somebody. My perfect voice. 
<laughs> my perfect voice I can hear. Who the fucking camp counselors? Who am I gonna fucking my call? My voice. Fuck. I can't hit Ooh, the I'm notes. high as hell. Oh my god. I'm I high as hell. <laughs> I can't hit any No, 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 no. Kyle, Kyle, trust me, trust me. I got you, I got you. I'm gonna call somebody, okay? I'm gonna call somebody. Um. Uh... <laughs> Fuck your face! Uh... <laughs> okay, maybe it's not as bad as I think. Maybe it's not as bad as I think. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Maybe it's not as bad as I think. Oh, stop, 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 I have stop. to see if I can still sing. <laughs> I can't sing. No, 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 no. I can't sing. Focus on your lower register. Sing from your chest. Your chest is barely burnt. <laughs> Fuck, I'm so sorry. Why did I fucking pinch that stump like a fucking... No. Idiot. No, Brad, no, you listen to me, Brad. No, no, <laughs> sir, Brad no. This is why James is gonna be valedictorian, because I'm a piece of no. shit who disappoints my dad, who's never gonna fit no. in in fucking New York, and I just burn my fucking best friend trying to fucking impress no. him. Brad, you stop talking bad about yourself. <laughs> my career might be over before we ever got started, but if you prove one thing, it's that you are physically as strong as I said you were. Your future is bright, Brad. You leave me behind. You don't worry about me. You march forward into this world. You go to New York. You go to New York. You have to come, dude. You have to come. I'll come. I'm sure the doctors are better in New York than they are in Pittsburgh when it comes to skin grafting. Oh, my God. You're Turn around and let me see the back. Oh my god! Oh my god! We have to call somebody. I have to, they're gonna know we're high. Oh my god, this is why my dad said not to smoke. He said that one day something bad's gonna happen and then you're gonna be no. fucking filled with drugs and the gods are gonna come and then you're not gonna have any way to explain it. You know, my best friend, my best friend fucking looks like a charred marshmallow and I can't fucking do nothing. And that's the scene. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> those la those wow. last, like, those last, like, four minutes were just, like, you cannot, you Chaos. can't come back from that, you know? I know. I knew when I started screaming that, like, oh, fuck, I'm making him wrap the scene. How long was that? Was that even five minutes? It was 15 minutes exactly. I broke my chair and everything. <laughs> I always say the way I feel like a really good indicator of um, how I feel after a show is is how sweaty I am. Because I feel like a lot of shows where it ends up just being people kind of standing around talking, everyone's like, yeah, good show, good show. And then we're just all, like, still comfortable in ourselves afterwards. I want to be, you know, trying to catch my breath, dripping with sweat. Because that's how, you Fatigued. know, we, we, we peaked We peaked the scene. I thought we peaked the scene pretty perfectly. And then, you know, there was nowhere else to go. But it was like, I don't know, there was nowhere else we needed to go. That was... That's how I, yeah. I'm feeling exactly how I want to feel after I do an improv scene. Yeah. It was a great scene. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so funny. And I was surprised how physical we got 
on this is my first time doing like virtual yeah. improv when i uh when i had talked to you about doing it you had mentioned that and w- to which i was surprised just because i assume everyone during the pandemic had tried online improv at least once but um how how did it feel did it feel obviously i'm sure it felt different than i doing it in front of you know what group. there's so many it feels different there's so many good things about it now that i do it i'm, I'm upset that i spent the last two years being like it's never gonna be the same yeah. and i'm just gonna <laughs> it's because it's kind of a little it's different it's very different and it's sort of like admitting that okay well i'm i'm at least for the time being giving up on that being a possibility yeah. and i'm gonna focus on this which i think is what kept me from it but it's like you can't focus on anything but your partner when your partner is literally the only thing i yeah. see it's also weird to see your own face. When you're yeah. <laughs> it's a little weird to be like, oh, wow, my, I'm really getting red. Yeah, it's very, funny. <laughs> it's very funny because we are we're doing this in a Zoom. And so everybody uh, watching the stream is watching the, the box set up perfectly as Val, our technical producer, has laid out beautifully. Um, but Devin and I Devin on the Zoom, we we see what's happening that everyone else is seeing, but we also see ourselves individually. Actually, now that I'm saying that, I know there's a freaking way to do it so you don't see. No, no I liked it. I liked being able to I see do like. Too. I do too, because that way yeah. I can see. Um, because I've mentioned this before, I am reversed. What I'm doing, uh, so if I raise my right hand, it looks different in my zoom bubble than it does in my uh oh wow show bubble yeah it's same for you um wild uh but how Mm -hmm. how did it i like something val and i have talked about with pretty much almost every guest i feel like on the show is the the pros and the cons of doing online improv um and not being able to be with your partner i i think it's interesting i totally agree that it's like the um like the eye contact you would have with a person on stage is like not real online because you you truly can't tell where they're looking but yeah. it's also interesting because like you said Devin it it's just you and me there's literally no other distraction no audience anywhere we literally only hear Val um so and that's very nice yeah. I will say it's very nice to have you Val on the mic because it was enough to be like oh okay this is at least there's something yeah here. I mean it feels you feel like there's something here but sometimes I feel mm-hmm. like you know I really love um I really love improv podcasts mm-hmm. and I always want to make one every every six weeks I have a different mm-hmm. idea for an improv podcast and sometimes I feel like they get really masturbatory it, it because you have nobody else there but hearing you Val even just yeah. like little even little like microphone noises and stuff are just making me like okay there is somebody else yeah. here we are the scene is beyond us at least but it, I can't believe how easy and good it felt well why did I, I chicken shit for two was, years <laughs> did it feel easy and good because it was online or did it feel easy and good because you and I like to do improv together because there's magic in the room baby yeah <laughs> That's the real question. <laughs> We're on fire. Oh. Oh. I was also surprised with the same thing I do in improv, like uh, live improv, which is I get the suggestion, mm-hmm. and then from there, it's almost an insult to the how little I I I honor the I, suggestion. I it's really I have a, such a bad habit of being like, okay, tomato sauce, wonderful, thank you. And then be like, we're underwater. <laughs> just like, I do think it's, it was a good jumping it's off. It's very point. interesting because the whole point of a suggestion is literally just to be able to it, to have a jumping off point. 
so you can start because we are literally in improv you're creating something from literally nothing so you it, it's helpful to have that you know basically uh you know people would point to like tj and dave being like well they don't get a suggestion but that's true they don't ask for a suggestion but they both literally stand there and absorb everything everybody in the audience before they start and then here's a dirty little secret they take what they saw in the crowd and use that to help inform now they're not it's not like Devin and i heard the same suggestion so it's different in that sense but like they both have stuff that they're working off of you know no one is ever yeah no one is ever truly um going from the ground up like i said pittsburgh because i know Devin is from pittsburgh so i was like i'll bring up pittsburgh because that's a shared thing that we have and and also i'm, I'm yeah. mischievous so i want to give Devin but you're really good at that i will say you're really good at giving a gift that you know that your scene partner has a lot to play mm-hmm. with like you're really good at in just normal life knowing things about people and, and taking an interest in them so that when you improvise with them you you can be like oh okay Devin's from Pittsburgh oh Devin likes runs a Disney podcast so he's going to know yeah. stuff about Disney and it's really helpful on the receiving end to be like perfect Pittsburgh uh pierogies uh whatever and like I yeah. will I, uh, I was so quickly wanted to like just jump into a Pittsburgh <laughs> accent that I hadn't been using for the rest of the scene but then <laughs> It would have been, it. It. It been worth it to hear the <laughs> Pittsburgh accent. I will say, <laughs> Just that, I also, it's an ugly accent. Also, I love, you know, uh, the 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 person who gave us our suggestion and also the theme song for the show and is also my partner, Nia D'Amelio, is also from Pittsburgh. And so that's something that obviously you and her have connected over. But, like, I don't think I've – I literally don't think I've ever had a pierogi until uh, Nia and I started dating – and then also the brand of frozen pierogi we get is Miss T's. And that I know. that part was so to me that was I like know. such a such a rewarding Mrs. payoff T- for me. Miss so for anybody who hasn't ever been to a baseball game, this is how big of a deal pierogies are in Pittsburgh. So uh, Pittsburgh has a huge Polish population, or like Western Pennsylvania has a huge Polish population and a huge German yeah. population that has has been there forever. Mm-hmm. We just did speaking of twenty three and me, I've been doing um the other version of it where you like look through records ancestry.com oh yeah uh-huh i did that with like kind of for my parents a little bit mm-hmm. well for myself but also for my parents and we found out that like my mother's family has been in the same town for 300 years like oh. wild it's a wildness so like people stay in pittsburgh and it's like a big cultural thing to not yeah. leave but if you've ever been to a um polish food is so big in western pennsylvania that for no reason whatsoever at the pirates game <laughs> every pirates game they have four people dress up as pierogies yes. and pierogi mascot things and <laughs> race. Yes, yes, yes. It's like at the, the seventh inning stretch yeah. or something. Like they take a little break and every game a different pierogi wins. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Yeah, that's so funny. That's like And I think it's sponsored by Mrs. T. Oh my well, they are you listen, go down to your local She's our number one go girl. Go to your local grocer, go to the frozen food section, grab a bag of Mrs. T's pierogies. It it won't you won't be disappointed. The way Nia does it, she also um, grills some onions and, and butter. <laughs> and then we just go to town on the I could talk. Okay. So here's the way. And, and I already know Nia knows. And Nia, you, you're in the chat. Feel free to chime in if you want. Feel free to chime in if you agree <laughs> or disagree. Nia's naming all of these uh, pierogies. <laughs> <laughs> so you, here's what I do. I take the pierogies, uh-huh. frozen, because uh-huh. they're frozen. Yes. 
I don't boil them. I put them in hot water so that they thaw enough to cook, but they're not like fully cooked right now. Some people boil them and then they'll throw them in some butter and onions. Butter and onions are an absolute necessity. And also, by the way, I don't know if this is a Pittsburgh thing, but like they come in like flavors like like bacon and chive. No, 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 no. Yeah, we've only ever gotten potato and cheddar. Yeah, yes. Uh, That's 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 all all you need. need. I agree. Hot water till they're thawed. And then in a skillet, butter and onions, and then you throw the pierogies in, season them if you want, and so that they're crispy on the sides. Oh, that's what I do. Now that's uh, that's me being extra from the moment well, I'm bored. I'll, Devin, I'll say this: that's very interesting. I do because the way Nia does do them, they they aren't like necessarily crispy, and it's certainly not. A detraction, but I. Oh no, they're delicious anyway, any way you yeah. can get them. But I that <laughs> out uh, the trash, off the ground. That has uh, <laughs> that has uh, that has alerted my my taste buds a little bit. A, a crispy pierogi. <laughs> let me tell you, I could try that. I hey, I mean, look, look, that. look. Don't don't fix what's not broken. Uh, a boiled pierogi is very delicious. I haven't had a bad <laughs> I haven't had a bad pierogi yet. So so. Butter and onions are absolutely necessary. Yeah. A million percent necessary. Yeah. Oh, well, we could keep talking about pierogies, but great. we'll shift. We'll shift back to the to the improv of it. Um, oh, go ahead, Val. Oh, I was just gonna say I thought it was so lovely, especially given the fact that you've never improvised online, that you did use your space yeah. and you were really physical. I I thought that was so cool uh, watching this because, I mean, I know you have that energy, Devin, anyway, so, like, I'm not surprised, (laughs) Yeah, I do, don't I? Um, (laughs) But, like, it was just so neat to see that you were, like, so free right out of the gate in this different format. You just kind of embraced it. That was really cool to see. Well, I will say thank you so much. Um, And I will say I've watched enough virtual improv Mm -hmm. that sometimes, you know, it it, it can – I don't know. I was really nervous that doing a scene where you're so clear, like you don't have the 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 ability to object work an environment around yeah. you as easily. Yeah. I always feel like, okay, if I were to, I used to feel like before doing this, and I completely changed my mind in 15 minutes, but I used to think like, oh, if I was going to do improv, it w- all my scenes would be based on a reason why we would be on a Zoom call. And we'd just focus on the relationship yeah. and the characters and stuff. Yeah. But... I was surprised with, like, even just the energy that you were giving and, and being able to do, like, sound effecty object work <laughs> made me feel like, oh, I really do feel like we're in this space and, and stuff yeah. like that. I Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you're the first person I think I've ever seen really lean into the sound effects yeah. stuff, which I thought was so cool. That's I maybe because I've been doing podcasts for the Trident Network that I'm, like, aware of, like, <laughs> like literally yeah, but also like when we're doing it um when you're doing improv live you, there's not really i mean maybe a tech person will throw in a sound effect or two but like it's like your teammates on the side are like someone on stage is like the wind's blowing and then someone on the sidelines like ooh, whoosh whoosh you know so like yeah. it makes total sense to me i'm i can't believe i i have never really leaned into the sound effects when you think about it that way because <laughs> I would if I'm live on stage, so why wouldn't I yeah. hear? We, you know what it is, and maybe it is, I don't know, I don't mean to speak for you. <laughs> um, I don't mean to put words Please in your mouth. speak it. But I'm so, so we play with my favorite team of the world, my babies, I love them so much, my son yes. Daniel, they're 
uh, we're we're a cult. We're in a cult together. <laughs> um, but we will use sound effects primarily. I've noticed to, to kind of like fuck up the scene on st- that we're not yeah. in. So like if if two of us are being too like if if the scene is focused on one thing and we somebody on the side notices that we need an energy change or something, you'll hear like Cole or or John or Sarah be like a and like oh. <laughs> And just like whatever they can do off stage uh-huh. to kind of make you feel like like Jake is really great at it, but um, it's harder to do. I think when you're here, I'm glad I just like did yeah. like felt it was needed. But um, it was it was it helped me build the space and understand like communicate what I would be acting below mm-hmm. this screen. Yeah, you're right because really you're we're just looking at everybody from like the the shoulders up, and then if our freaking hands and arms pop in <laughs> and that or digits yeah, yeah so we all now do spirit fingers but um yeah I, I, it also felt good because whenever i threw that um the stump that yeah. thing the sound effect i was i was thinking a lake in my brain like a yeah. pff, but when you said embers i was like better perfect wonder like genius yeah. it, it, it's in the scene yeah. it's it's yeah so it was wonderful yeah that was that was also a great it's so, so again something val and i have have talked about with with many a guest is it it just you know not only is this being recorded for for people to watch but it's also comes out as a podcast so trying to you know create as much uh shoot what am i trying to say fill out the world but like yeah you know so you can imagine what's going on basically because like yeah. like you, Devin, I, I listen to a lot of improv podcasts, and I have also wanted to do an improv podcast for a long time. And, and actually, when Val and I talked about this initially, I think I just wanted I wanted one or the other. And then Val was like, why can't it be both things? And I was like, why can't it be Terrible. both things? Val is right. This is why Val's a freaking Val genius. Val is so good at that. Val's a genius. You we are a genius. multitudes. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Val, Val's a three-pronged multitude of creative yeah. energy. <laughs> Val, you also said something on a previous episode of this podcast. Which I think it was, Cam, it was either Cam or it, I don't think it was Meredith. Um, maybe it was. I don't know. Find out. But you said something about like doing virtual improv makes you almost like lean into your scene partner a little bit more because you're on uh, there is no yeah. audience to distract right. you or to say like you're not factoring them in when you're choosing beats in the scene or you're making choices um right. which then yeah. immediately i found that so helpful i didn't think that dead on because then as we we're in the scene i was sort of like when i had downtime or when we were there was a pause i would go back to Okay, what do we know about each other? What do we know? Okay, he's on yeah. fire. That's gonna fuck up his whole everything we've established. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Yeah, no, I've said that multiple times, so you probably heard it. I was gonna say, I was like, I think it was on cam, but I also could have been on both episodes. Quite frankly, <laughs> it was probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, what is one thing? Oh, go oh, ahead, sorry. Val. I'm sorry. No, Trent. Please, anybody but me. Anybody but me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was just gonna say, like. When Devin, when you brought up how uh, you thought it was water and then Trent made it, you know, an ember and then you went into that and you were like, that's even better. There was so much of that going both ways with you two in this scene, like where you would do or say something and then the other person would just like agree with whatever it was. And like sometimes when you improvise, especially with people you've never improvised with before, there's a lot of like meta commentary sort of and like the feeling out process. Unbelievable. 
And like that just didn't happen here at all. Like I don't even know if this one was intentional, but like Devin, you kept saying saluted. Saludatorian, like you added, like, like salutatorian. That's what it was. You added like eight syllables. <laughs> what is it? Because I said it wrong first time, and I was like, "That's not right. That's it's, not good." It, I think it's just salutatorian, right? Oh, that sounds I correct. Know. I think it's a bad word to begin with, and I, but I really, the second time I did it, I was like, "Oh, Devin, I think those are three words." <laughs> But it was so good. And then Trent just started saying it the exact same way. Like, there was no, like, uh, I think it's salutatorian. There was just, like, yeah, it's salutatorian. I will say, I will say, that was absolutely me yes-anding Devin. But that was also me assuming Devin knew what the word was. Because I didn't. I just, I knew there was a word for second place valedictorian. I would have said, like, second yeah. place valedictorian. <laughs> Even better. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, how it was wild! Also like, um, one of my favorite things in improv is um, it, the the reason to Val to go back to your point of there wasn't really a feeling out process between Devin and I, despite having never improvised before, is like Devin and I, like uh, Nia and I, have been on Devin's podcast two or three times, and you know we talked to Devin, we're friends with Devin, so it's like I didn't have to like you know, go through the weeds to figure out. And as I've said, I've seen Devin improvise a bunch and I love watching it, which is why I wanted to do it. So there was no, uh, we didn't really, it, I felt like we didn't need to have a feeling out process because I felt like we both, uh, trusted each other no matter what. And we're just gonna yes. And each other because we felt comfortable with each other already. And then from there, it was like beautiful. Cause it was my most favorite thing in the world is just like, naturally discovering stuff and basically like accidentally falling into the perfect thing because like think thinking about it now the fact that the musical was phantom of the opera and then i and oh then my I god we're so smart scarred by the end <laughs> we're so like, smart <laughs> like can you believe that we wrote that scene ahead of time and it, it went perfectly we're that is wild so i have a real so uh, the thing I love about improv is what is happening in the moment is all yes, that matters. Uh -huh. And to our point about like um, one of the reasons I am so bad with honoring the suggestion sometimes is because once the scene starts, I find something in the scene yeah. that I find more yeah. inspiring or that, that makes me do something else. So then, like the the it could be space or whatever. But then I see the way someone's picking up something. I'm like, oh, they're lost yeah. or or something. Um, why did I start that sentence? <laughs> what were we talking about right before this? Oh, what were we talking about? Right <laughs> we were talking about how it just kind of we naturally everything connected naturally. And yeah, and the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, the Phantom of the Opera, Phantom of the Opera. So I am another thing that is like. What I love about improv and what I think is it's a beautiful art form. And sometimes I feel like, you know, even people who love improv think it's like cool to kind of be like, I like improv, but I don't oh, like it that yeah. much. Um, that drives me, me crazy because I think it's a beautiful art form. And one of the things about it is, is like you're there's something magical about sharing a space and creating something together where we'll get off stage oftentimes in our scenes and then be like, Oh my god! I didn't realize how that connected, and that and to the audience, it looks like yeah. genius moves played out by us. But in really in reality, it feels like the magic of two people agreeing to not know what it is yeah. together, so that your brain sort of starts picking up like fire because you associate that subconsciously with whatever. Yeah. So you 
having said all that, it was genius choices that we did intentionally, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, well, it's like it would have ended. It would have ended differently if you threw it into the lake as you were assuming, but because our brains are not the same, I was like, well, the fire's right here. <laughs> and it would yeah. be funny if I caught on fire. And then yeah. as I was, so then as I was going, I was like, oh, I'm just going to act like I'm blind now from the fire. But then you were like, your back's on fire. And I was like, oh, that's a way better choice. And then because Devin made a choice that I thought was better than what I was making internally, it led me to be like, Oh, we had this whole conversation about how I have a beautiful voice. It'd be way funnier if my throat was effed up as opposed to my eyes. Like that's way funnier. Yeah. And then from you know, it's just and then it's just this natural beautiful thing because we're both like building this we're building piece by piece together and, and figuring it out yeah. together. It is cool. I mean like not to sound wax poetic about it, but like one of my biggest pet peeves, and this is something truly unique to, I think, the comedy community mm-hmm. sometimes, is that it, you are so invested in this, and you love it so much, and you really believe it, that sometimes I feel like it it feels corny to love something yeah. that much. So then, I can I can count on that, and I can name names, but I won't do it. <laughs> sometimes people in the community who like will sh- kind of shit on being too into it, or being too affected by it, or thinking it's too cool, when in reality, I'm like, did we all moved to this city to do this. We all, yeah. like, work crappy jobs so that we can be free by... Like, we've devoted our lives to it. So then when people are... We've ugh. paid thousands of dollars. It's so weird. It's so weird like... to have that be your truth yeah. and then be like, but it ain't that cool. Yeah. <laughs> what are we, we doing are, here? That's I agree. It's... The thing I've said before on this show, and I'll say it again in the future, I'm sure, is we are all adults who paid... To be taught <laughs> how to play make believe. What are we doing? Obviously, and do it like every chance yeah. we get. Devote our lives like, to don't it. Don't act like mm-hmm. you're too cool for this yeah. because I know you paid the same amount of bullcrap money to take these classes that I did. So <laughs> you, you're just as much. If you think doing what? improv is a loser's game, then you and I are both losers. Person who thinks they're too cool for improv while doing yeah. improv. Yeah, yeah, person. Yeah, person. <laughs> Get the hell out of here, that person. that obviously isn't the three of us because we are here on this podcast right now talking about We're how much we do love dweebs. improv. And you know what? We it is yeah. wonderful. Well, oh, go ahead, Val. I, I think, nope. Oh, go, Val. But go, oh, Val. No, I was, this might launch us into do a it, longer no, conversation. But please, gonna, please, please, please. I think that like the part of the reason that that happens is because the culture in Chicago, at least prior to the pandemic, and I certainly hope that it doesn't turn mm-hmm. into this again, had become really competitive right like, yeah baby you have to get on the right team take the right classes see the right people in the right shows and all this stuff and and it was all like climbing a ladder and so like you inherently almost like couldn't trust yeah. everyone because they might step on you to get yeah. where they were going or mm-hmm. you, know, you might have to do that with them or whatever right like yeah there's this inherent distrust that that creates when it's competitive and like, I think that that makes everyone worse improvisers. Mm-hmm. Because oh. the whole point of improv is getting on stage and trusting the other people on stage with you 
completely. Like, that yeah. is why you two had such a great scene. Because each thing that you threw out there, the other person was like, that's great. I'm going to build off of that. And you, there was nothing. There was no, like, inner monologue of, like, I'm going to make a move to make myself look good. Yeah. Or I just simply don't trust this other person, so I'm not going to listen to what they're saying to me. And I'm just going to do my own thing. Like, there was none of that. But you yeah. saw a lot of that in shows in Chicago prior to the pandemic because of that, because there was this inherent distrust that that competitiveness built. Girl. I, I've noticed that like, since I've gone back to performing on stage, I I'm really trying to like let that go. Cause it's, it's still like lingers, you know, yeah. like from before yeah. and trying to just get on stage and remind myself, I'm only playing now with people who I trust yeah. implicitly yeah. and who I enjoy playing with. So I don't need to worry about that. Just get on stage and have fun. Yeah. And that's what it should be. I know. If you want to see the <laughs> yeah. worst improv, if you want to see some of the worst improv in the world, sit, ask to sit in on a house team audition. Like that <laughs> shit is so awful. Yeah. You're all, we're all playing our worst. We're all like focused on the wrong shit. It's so wild. Trying to get cast. Yeah. But it feels I've nice talked- to, it feels nice to come back to like doing it after, to, by the way, all vying for shit that if a pandemic has taught us anything, <laughs> that shit is such bullshit. Once in a while, like it when didn't my set, matter. <clears throat> none of it matters. Sometimes when we'll play now, we'll get a little jittery and nervous because it's been so long and you wanted to go good and, and shows are different a little bit now. But, um, but every once in a while, we'll catch ourselves like, like focusing too much on it and not having fun and then be like, yeah, didn't we survive a pandemic and like sit at home thinking, if this ever comes back, I am never yes. going to fret over this yes. shit like I did before. I'm never going to be sitting at home being like, why didn't I get a call back? Like, girl, people are dying, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> There's like four people in the world who get paid like a living wage to do improv. Like, yeah, just it's not for that. Just have fun and enjoy doing it with the people that you enjoy doing it with. And, and I'm so, this podcast is probably only interesting to (laughs) improvisers, but like, so I think we all could make more money doing it and actually make money. If we wouldn't be so laser focused on like the, these paths that we, eh, it's so weird. It's so, but I'm really glad we did this. This has been a phenomenal, (laughs) phenomenal show. Well, actually, I thought Val was going to say our scene was great because both Devin and I have podcasts on the Trident Network. But hey, no, wait a minute. The, Val's reasoning was good too. Val's that went without saying. I mean, that was just implied. <laughs> yes, uh, of course. As I mentioned at the top, I'll say it again. Devin hosts the podcast Disney Adult, which I have been lucky enough to be on twice. I believe no, three times for me. Yeah. Um, uh, if you want to check it out, I was on the uh, Monsters, Inc. episode, the Avengers Endgame episode with Val, and the Spider-Man No Way Home episode. hey um, And that is a great podcast. Um, Devin, it's on a bit of a hiatus right now. You're trying to figure out what season four is going to be. Oh, my God. We know what season four is going to be, and I'll release it here because this is a Trident exclusive. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. I'm legitimately very excited. Um, Spider-Man extra features who? Nobody's talking about that anymore. They're talking about what we're going to do for our fourth season. And by a landslide vote, and when I say a landslide, I mean I was surprised with how into this people were. Mm-hmm. Season I voted season four, and I we'll. See, oh my god, we'll see if you got what you your wishes were. Are movies based on rides? Oh, 
And based on based on Trent's reaction, I, I now for. remember that you absolutely hated that one, and I think you really <laughs> liked one that people weren't into. Like, I think yeah. I did like duds. Wasn't there one that was like? We'll do, I mean, we'll be doing them all. We'll be doing <laughs> yeah. them all. It's just the order in which we're going to do them. Um, totally. But I could not. People were so like, I want to see movies based on rides. And we're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which will be fun because they're always the most fun when the the movies are awful, and as we all know. Yes. Oh, I mean, pretty Um, much all of them were except for Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean, and then like Jungle Cruise, I guess is is was pretty good. I didn't hate it. Yeah, it's not awful. It's not you know, uh, the Tower of Terror or Haunted (laughs) Mansion, which we'll be sitting through. Or Dinosaur. Do you know Dinosaur was based on a ride? I rode that ride before and after that movie, and it wasn't until this year where I was like, that's what that movie is based off of? Let me tell you, I rode Dinosaur for the first time in January, and it was GD terrifying. It's a fun time. Is that the one where the guy from CSI is like the scientist? Okay. 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 (laughs) Okay, now wait. No, no, you first. Okay. Okay, now, but wait. Just give me one moment. The only celebrity we have seen, the only celebrity we've seen, and it was the first one we saw, was, oh, shoot, Nia can type his name, and I think it's Wallace Langham is that guy's name, but Nia was like, he's Dr. Seeker in the dinosaur pre-show video, and I was like, I don't know, he's the guy from CSI as far as I can. That's 100%, and you did get it right, she confirmed. Nice. So um, my favorite thing to do when I go to Disney World is to, or one of them, is to play the game of like spot the actor in the the like the ride promo thing. Oh yes, yes. Felicia Rashad is in one, and I can't remember what the. It's dinosaur. Is She's it dinosaur? Dinosaur. Yeah. It's so you're like, Mrs. Huxtable. <laughs> <laughs> you're a lawyer. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, listen to Disney Adult. Uh, yes. We now know season four will be um, uh, movies, movies based, based on, on rides. Ride, but if Which you if you need good. to get your fix prior to when season four drops, Devin, Trent, and I will all be on Friday's Megapod portion yes. of the birthday party. Not uh, this Friday. Not this Friday. Next, sorry, Friday. next Friday. But Although, if you are listening on the podcast, it is this Friday. Correct. Just to be clear, it is March 5th. March <laughs> it's 5th. March 4th, 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 first of all. March 4th. March 4th. <laughs> 4th. 4th. March 4th. March 4th, oh 2024. <laughs> Yeah, so on uh, the, just to give you some detail on what the birthday party is going to do, I'm sorry, Trent, we're going over time, but I swear I'll be quick. No, no, that's okay. Um, so we're going to have uh, like sort of an opening. You're going to get to meet like all the sort of leadership of the Trident, and we're going to like cut to a lot of videos and trailers and stuff of things that are going on at Trident. Then at 5.30, we're going to have the Megapod, which is where all of us will be on, along with a bunch of other hosts from other podcasts at Trident, and we're all going to have uh, segments in the show that are from or inspired by segments that we do in our own shows. Um, So it'll be really, really fun. Everyone's going to hang out and have a fun time. It'll be great. Um, And then, after that, we're doing trivia. Ooh. Uh, birthday themed trivia night so um and it's just straight up trivia night just like we do typically on the fourth monday of the month um but it's just birthday themed so you can register to participate in trivia uh and then we'll blow out the candles and make our wishes and uh call it a night 
So please join us for any part of that or all of that. If you're you know looking for something to do on a Friday night, we're gonna have a blast. It's gonna yeah. be great. it's gonna be so fun. It's gonna be fun. Everybody, make sure you check out Disney Adult. Or you know, if Devin ever posts about a, a My Son Daniel show, go check out My Son Daniel. They are fun. They are, they as are. we were discussing pre-show, scattered to the wind. So who knows what <laughs> hey, combination. That's our business, okay? <laughs> you'll see who you see when you show up. <laughs> but you'll have a good time, no matter I'll what be the there. collection is. <laughs> um, and then also, yeah, next Friday or this Friday, depending on if you're watching live or listening on the podcast, March 4th, March 4th, 3.30 to 10 p.m. Central Time. Tune in to the Trident Birthday Party. And the final thing I will say, and this is only relevant to people watching live because it the event is tomorrow. So if you're listening to this on a podcast, sorry you missed it. There will be more in the future. Uh, previous guest of the show, Cam Hurt and I, are doing an actual real-life live show here in L.A. tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Pacific. There are still some tickets left, I believe. Um, it's 7 p.m. at the Lyric Hyperion. It's called Cam and Trent's Family Reunion. So if you are in the local L.A. area and want to see some improv and other stuff, it's a it's a comedy variety show. So come check that out if you're around. Free tickets are only $10. Um, uh, go to LyricHyperion.com for tickets. Uh, okay, I think that's it. Any final thoughts from anybody else? Are we ready to get out of here? Go have some pierogies. Let's yeah. get the hell out of here, huh? Okay, mm-hmm. let's get some. Let's get the hell out of here. We're gonna eat some pierogies, onions, potato, cheese. It's perfect. Butter them up. Got to do it. I love pierogies, and more importantly, I love improv. <laughs> oh, those sound effects! Unreal sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. And be sure to subscribe to and follow the Trident Network on Twitch. I Love Improv with Trent Dozier is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network Patreon patreon.com slash the trident network the i love improv live stream features technical support from val agnew the theme music was composed by nick emilio and the podcast was edited by me we return on wednesday march 9th live on twitch.tv slash the trident network at 6 p.m pacific 8 p.m central 9 p.m